0: Father, we're grateful for the opportunity to be here in the house of the Lord today, uh, this afternoon. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us in this time, that we would focus our attention on your word, that we would learn what you'd have us to learn. Please challenge us uh, to grow in our relationship with you. Help us to grow spiritually. And may your word speak to our heart today. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Alright, so uh, as we begin, I want to start with a survey. You see surveys all the time now. They ask you, if you stay in the line, we want to ask you a short survey of our customer service. So I have a one-question survey for you today. And it's very easy. It's very simple. So I think I have it for the screens here. This is a question. I want to grow spiritually. Do you strongly agree? Do you mildly agree? Are you indifferent or you do you not really care? Where would you put your check mark on that one question? I want to grow spiritually. Alright, I'm assuming that for the most part I'm talking to people who are believers and people who know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Are you desiring to progress in your relationship? Do you want to grow? Has nothing to do with how long you've been saved. Has nothing to do with the color of your hair or your age. We, we think of like, uh, of, you know, new converts need to grow, but the Bible talks about a growth. Paul said years after, years after, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, right? He, he wanted to grow 20 years after he was saved and he was the Apostle Paul. What about you? Where would you put your check mark? I strongly agree. I mildly agree. I'm kind of indifferent to that or I really don't care. Would you be honest about that question? And then as you think about that question, ask yourself why or why not? What did you mark on that and why? Why don't you want to grow? Or why do you want to grow? What is it that's motivating you? We're going to look at this topic of how to grow uh, in a few lessons, about five messages here uh, in uh, how to grow spiritually. Jesus told stories or parables uh, to help his followers understand truth. And so we're going to talk about one of those parables today. As we begin our study of how to grow, we're going to start with one of my, most, my favorite parables. Uh, and the scripture is in Mark chapter 4. Uh, I love this parable of the, we would call it the parable of the sower and the seed. The sower and the seed. It's really a parable about the soil. It's not only about the sower or the seed. The sower or the seed is not really the, the variable. The soil. It's this parable of the soil. And uh, it's this parable of the soil we're going to look at. And I love this parable because several things. It's in the Bible three times. It's a parable that's mentioned three times. Three out of four of the Gospels have this story. And I love this because Jesus tells us exactly what he means. A lot of parables, Jesus tells the story. Even the parable today, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the prodigal son. And we kind of interpret those things. Jesus never said, this is exactly what it means. Well, here in this parable, he says, there's no guessing here is what the parable means. So I love this parable. We're going to talk about this week and a little bit next week as well. The parable of the soil or the parable of the sower and the seed. And so there's much we can learn, but today we're just going to talk about what are we talking about when we talk about spiritual growth. We're going to kind of define that today, all right? So let's take our Bibles and look at uh, chapter 4. We'll begin in verse number 3. And I don't think on your handouts we have just the second portion. So the first part we read together will not be in your handouts, but it's in your Bible. You have a Bible that has the Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 4, verse 3 Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, and there had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched and because it had no root, it withered away, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit, and other fell on good ground, and did yield uh, fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said to them, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Alright, now we're going to skip down to verse number 14. That's on your handout. If you don't have it in your Bible, it's on your handout. This is where Jesus says, here's what I'm talking about. Make it very clear. Mark chapter 4, verse 14. The sower soweth the word so the the seed is the word verse 15 and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown and when they have heard Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts verse 16 and these are they likewise which are sown on a stony ground I want you to notice this who when they have heard the word immediately received it with gladness and have no root in themselves notice that phrase they have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Verse 18. And they, these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of the world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things enter in, choke the word, and become unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it, and bringeth forth some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And I think we all want to say, we want to be the, the good ground, the ground that brings forth fruit. But here's what we're talking about when we talk about spiritual growth. Number one, on your outline, if you're taking notes, number one is deep roots. <laughs> when talking about spiritual growth, we're talking about having deep roots roots if we look if we compare our scripture here in in chapter 4 verses 5 and 6 it talks about the the stone that fell upon the ground that had not much earth and when the sun came up it scorched it and there was no root and because there was no root it withered away and christ tells us that is like in verse 16 those that hear the word and the stony ground those that have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time afterward when affliction or persecution arises For the word's sake, they are offended. All right, this is, there is no root. They've received the word with gladness, but growth uh, only lasts for a short time because there's no depth. There's no depth. And so we're talking about having deep roots. What's the problem with with the seed? Why did it not grow? Well, if you read through the scripture, you can see quickly, and maybe on first uh, running through it quickly, you say, well, it didn't grow because the sun. The sun scorched the seed. That's what the Bible says. And because the sun scorched, the sun is the problem. Well, it's not really the problem. Tell me, what do we need to have a seed grow into a plant? Well, We need the sun. We need, we need to have roots, but you need to have water. You need to have the sun. You need to have oxygen you know, and the nutrients it needs. So it needs no sun, no growth. So sun is not the problem. What is the sun in our story? Well, Christ told us what the sun in the story represents. Persecution and affliction. Here's a great lesson for you today. See, persecution and affliction will either make you grow or keep you from growing, depending on how deep your roots are. It's true. We all go through affliction. We all go through difficult times. I I can sit here and tell you, well, here's what I've gone through, and here's what I've gone through, and here's what I've gone through, and my story would pale in comparison to what you've gone through. But what happened when you went through that difficult time was there... Did the sun cause you to grow? Did the persecution and affliction cause you to grow? Or did it scorch out what was already growing? It all depends on how deep your roots are. And so when we're talking about, do you want to grow spiritually? We're talking about, do you want to have a depth to your relationship with God? Do you want to have a, a deepness, uh, something below the surface? I'll tell you what, I am so pleased. I am so pleased with our small groups, young adults that I talk to, and we hear their uh, testimony and their take on Scripture. There are some young people in our church, young adults in our church, that have some depth. And, and uh, I'm proud of that. I'm thankful for that. And I'm I'm glad when I listen to our, I do a small group. I do three small groups, two with young adults and one with mostly seniors out at BPS. And I love to hear the depth of conversation from our senior adults. We need to have depth. And that's what the Bible here is talking about, deep roots. And and that is what we're talking about, spiritual growth. And so the sun is not the issue. In fact, the Bible is, is clear that the issue here is the stones that lie below the surface. There's no death because there's stones. It's called stony ground. That's the problem. Uh, and because there's stones, there's no depth. Also in Luke, it says there's no moisture. That's another thing that's a problem with this growth. But the stones below the surface. And so here's what I want you to think about and you apply it in your life. What will keep you from having depth in your life is what lies beneath the surface. We all come to church and we kind of maybe dress up and put on a show and we smile and we laugh and we have a good time, but what lies beneath the surface? These are the rocks that we got to dig out. Maybe below the surface, there's bitterness, hurt, anxiety. Maybe below the surface, you're overwhelmed and you, you come to church and you put the smile on, but below the surface, you're feeling all these emotions. Pride below the surface. Maybe there's deep-seated sins in life, like hidden sins, like pornography, anger, frustration. Attitude is wrong. You know, I was thinking this. What if we gave everyone a name tag? Put the name tag up here. We have a, a name tag here. Ever seen these when I mean, you go to conferences? I think I have a slide for that. Maybe not. There was. Yes? No? Yeah, there it is. Okay. You ever seen that you go to a conference? Hello, my name is. You put your name in there. What if in today, instead of putting your name there, we put in what's below your surface? What if we brought what's below the surface to the surface? What if we had here that says, hello, my name is bitterness? You don't know what happened to me, Pastor Holland. Years ago, uh, in a, in a, I had a family member that, that, that did this to me, and I have never gotten over that. Below the surface of my life, I would have to put there's bitterness beneath there. There's discouragement. I, I'm just, I'm frustrated. I, I, I'm hurting. I, and we put on a smile. What's below the surface is going to keep you from having the deep roots. And we got to get in there and start digging these things out and dealing with root problems. If you want to have deep roots, doesn't make sense? You got to deal with root problems, not, not surface problems. We're good sometimes in the church about preaching about surface problems, but we got to get to the root problems to have deep roots. And so, what's below the surface? What would you put there? Hello, my name is bitterness, jealousy. Can I put one, one thing and be in my blank sometimes? I'm just going to be transparent with you. Hello, my name is comparison. <laughs> Do you ever compare yourself to other people? I, I struggle with that at times. I think that, that, sometimes they come in and say, that would be, I'd be wearing that badge. That's who I, hello, my name is, I'm comparing myself with other people. And the Bible would say I'm a fool. <laughs> right? Compare yourself. Not wise. What's below your surface? Frustration, anger? Or would it be below my surface is contentment? Below my surface is joy. Below my surface is purpose. Like I, I'm just being honest with you, Pastor Holland. Below my, my roots are, I can get deep roots down in and I can grow in depth because there's nothing below the surface keeping me from growing. But if there is, I think it's time. If we want to get on with the next four or five lessons we have here about spirit, we got to get down to the roots. Because when we define spiritual growth, it has to start with deep roots. And so the Bible here talks about, Jesus talks about that in the stony. Here's a a quote from uh, J.I. Packer. It's often been said that Christianity in North America is 3,000 miles wide and only a half inch deep. Lots of people in church and lots of people going through the motions, but the depth is not there. Well, the problem is there's all these underlying issues that we got to dig in there and get out. And I'm going to encourage you today, by the end of the service, to get your hands dirty and get in and dig some of these things out of your life so that you can have deeper roots. How do you define spiritual growth? Number one, deep roots. Number two on your outline. Deep roots and fresh. What do you think? It rhymes. Deep roots and fresh. Fresh fruits, all right? So deep roots and fresh fruits, all right? So we're talking about spiritual growth. It's getting deep roots and fresh fruits in our life, and that is signs of spiritual growth. I, I love this verse in verse 20. And they that hear the, on the good ground, uh, they heard it, received it, and they brought forth 30 fold 60 and 100. You know, a lot of times Jesus' parables had like a wow moment. And so this is a very normal parable to anybody who was a farmer at the time. It made, everything made sense. The birds made sense. The wayside made sense. The stones made sense. Everything made sense. Until you get to this point. Because someone, I read this week that the average return on seed would not be 30, 60, or 100. It would be like 7.5 or something. Maybe you would know. you probably, yeah, it's low. And so when Jesus said, no, in my garden, if you'll do it, you can have 30%, 60%, or 100%. They're like, that doesn't make any sense. That's what blew their mind. Like We can have that type of growth. God wants us, Jesus wants us to have fresh fruits in our life. So what, how do we define fruit? What is the fruit of, uh, of growing Christian? Deep roots, fresh fruits. What is the fruit of a Christian? Well, I think we would all, if we talked about it in small group, we brought it up, I think one of the first things that would come up would be the fruit of the Spirit. I think that's true. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. This is the fruit of the Of the spirit, when you the spirit is in control, when you've dug down deep with the roots, and the spirit is in control of your life, what shows out in your life? Love, joy, peace, long suffering, all these things come out. They come out every day. Fresh fruit, fresh fruit, fresh fruit. You're showing joy when others are upset. You're showing long suffering when people get uh, angry, and you're showing all these fresh fruits. Not because you're even trying; it's just because you're rooted deep, and the spirit controls you. And this is the fresh fruit that comes out. This is spiritual growth. Deep roots and fresh fruits. Basically, this means acting more and more like Jesus every day is what it means. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. So I think fruit is indicated of our fruit. We, some preachers say it this way, fruit of conduct, how you live your life. That's true. I think fruit is talking about how you live your life. There's a conduct, there's a way about you. You have the fruit of the Spirit evident in your life. And then other preachers would say this, fruit also means fruit of converts, Not just conduct, but converts. Sharing your faith with other people. And you say, what do apple trees reproduce? Apples. What do cherry trees reproduce? Cherries. What do Christians reproduce? Christians. Sharing your... And I would say maybe even more than the fruit of convert, the fruit of conversation. Is Jesus coming out in your conversation? Is your faith coming out in your conversation? Is it just kind of flowing out of your... Because there's deep roots and the Spirit's in control, this is the fresh fruit that comes out. If you want to share your faith, and, and it's, people are asking because there's something different, and it's just fresh fruits in your life. The fruit is just an outward expression of the seed. That's really what a fruit is. You put a seed in the ground, and eventually, whatever seeds you put in You gather that fruit later on. It's an outward expression of the seed. Right? That's what fruit is. And so here, if you really want to kind of define what, I talk about fresh fruits, and we're talking about fresh fruits, fruits in life, is as you plant the seed of God's word, it shows itself in obedience to the word of God. So it's all it can many different things. The principles of God's word living themselves out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, coming back to church on Sunday, in your small group on a different day, whatever that works out like for you. But the obedience to God's word shows itself out all through the week. That's fresh fruit. So I, I put it this way. I think I have a slide for this. May fresh fruit is, would equal new expressions of obedience. When I talk about like fresh, you know, growing spiritually, here's what our desire for you through this series: is that you would develop deeper roots into your relationship with God, and that deeper root would show itself in new expressions of obedience to God's word. And that would look different for everybody because God's working in your life differently than He's working in my life. And so as long as God's working as long as you're as long as you're delving into and trying to grow spiritually and again go back to that question how badly do you want to grow I hope you say I'm strongly agree that I want to, I'm in I want to learn teach me the word of God the, the lessons I have prepared and I am already I have like four almost four messages already prepared of the five so I'm already ahead I did that for a couple reasons. I had time, number one. Number two, I wanted to, be, to work myself practically through what I'm going to teach you, and I wanted to use it in my life week after week after week. So there, I'm going to tell you something I did even today and this week that I, will, I think will help you apply this message in your life practically. So let me share with you as I, I kind of wrap this up. A verse is from the Old Testament. Uh, it may be on your outline. I have it here on the, on the screen for you. I just like how this is worded. This is from Isaiah to King Hezekiah. It's not, it's not Jesus talking to the church. I understand that. He's talking uh, King Hezekiah from Isaiah about the people of Jerusalem. But he says this, And the remnant that has escaped the house of Judah, they shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Isn't that great? That's healthy growth. Roots downward, fruit upward that's what real growth looks like it's not about like growth outward like it's like we need to do more you need to do more you need to do more you need to do more it's not that it's deep roots causes fresh fruits and your roots go downward and your fruit has to come upward that's how it works and that's spiritual growth and that's what we're going to dig into over the next few weeks and so for the kids and for adults i I, each week i'm going to try to have a little uh Closing or an example or object lesson. So today I brought a pair of work gloves, all right? I got these from the dollar store. They're very fancy and they're very bright, <laughs> all right? All right, so kids, right down on your outline, the the, the lesson, the object for this week is work gloves. So I'm gonna ask you next week what that is. And I brought these because if you are gonna be involved in spiritual growth, it's gonna take a little bit of work. You gotta be willing to get your hands dirty. Get down and dig around your life a little bit this week and say, What's below the surface? Be honest with yourself. What's below your surface? What's, what's, why, if you're not growing, why aren't you growing? Is there, is there a stone or a rock that's been in place for a long time that you haven't dealt with that you need to get rid of in your life? So think of those work, loves. Are you willing to do some work? And here's an exercise for you this week to, to think about. And i wrap this up. Throughout this week, I want you to do this do this. Ask yourself, what's below my surface right now? Right now, what's 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 going on inside me right now? So this morning I was shaving, I was literally looking face to face with myself. It was not a pretty sight, but I was looking face to face with myself, and I asked myself, what's below your surface right now? You know what it was at that point? excitement about being here because I knew that we we're going to have church and I get to preach and I was excited about the message. So at that moment, it was excitement. Can I be honest? At another time, I was—I uh, stopped. I asked myself, what's below your surface? No, it was there at that moment? Discouragement. I was discouraged about who wasn't doing what they were supposed to do and not worried about the people who were doing what they're supposed to do. And I, I, I had to be honest with myself. That moment, there was a discouragement. And I had to deal with that right then. I'm, I'm going to deal with that. I'm taking that rock out. If I want to have deep roots that produces fresh fruit, I need to deal with that root of discouragement, that root of bitterness, that root of comparison, that root of jealousy, that root of envy, whatever that is. And, and so throughout, this is your homework. Throughout the week, ask, stop, pause, ask yourself. When you're driving to work tomorrow, ask yourself, what's below the surface right now? Well, it's Monday. I'm sure it's not very good as you're driving to work on Monday. But dig that thing out. Dig it out. Before you get to your devotions this week, dig out something. Get in your garden, get your work gloves on, and start digging around in your garden. Why do you not uh, have deeper roots? What could possibly be the problem? Dig around in the garden. Do you want to grow spiritually? By definition, we're talking about deeper roots, fresher fruits, obedience to God's Word. Not only is it possible... It is planned by the Almighty God that you would grow spiritually. It doesn't, doesn't matter if you're seven years old in here or 77 years old in here. It doesn't matter. Are you growing? Do you want to grow? Will you start digging around your garden in your heart? Because this parable of the sower and the seed or the parable of soil is all about the heart. The Bible is very clear. In this parable, the soil is the heart. What's your heart like today? Would you bow your head and close your eyes with our heads bowed and eyes closed would you just take a moment and think about this what's below your surface if you're watching online what's below the surface if you're here in the auditorium what's below the surface what is it that you, you can dig out are you interested enough did you say yes i strongly agree i'm interested in the spiritual growth but I'm not willing to do that, well, then, then you're not really in strong agreement with that statement. If you're not willing to start digging into your life to see what's keeping the roots from going deeper. Are you seeing the fruit of the spirit in your life on a regular basis? If not, maybe it's time to check your roots and not really about your fruits. Are you willing to do that this week? Are you interested in spiritual growth? Are you willing to put some work in? That's the question. I hope you are. If you are, the Bible is a living book that tells us how to please the Lord. And it's going to be exciting to see how God wants to help us grow throughout the rest of the week, rest of the weeks of our our preaching. But are you willing this week to look in a mirror to ask yourself throughout the week, what's below my surface? Maybe even today, in a bigger picture, spend some time with the lord lord what's below my surface is there bitterness is there an event is is there a, a happening in the past is there what's going on there that's keeping the roots from going deeper and let's start digging those things out so that we can produce 30 fold 60 fold 100 fold heavenly father i thank you for your word i pray you'd apply it to the hearts of our lives and may we as believers purposefully prepare our hearts to receive your word over the next few weeks. In your precious name we pray. Amen.